Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this little snippet from the socially distant sports bar, our distant pod pint size episodes. Even the commissioners and the owners and the directors of the North American Soccer League, mm. even they haven't heard of Pele, mm. but they know that he's box office. And you get him mm. punters turning up at the games, and they haven't heard of him either. No. So initially, he sort of trebles the attendance, and then suddenly they're getting 20,000. And it's all to see him. And obviously, he's playing brilliantly because the standard's poor. So you've got the world's best player playing in a shit league. So he's scoring these spectacular goals. And then uh, then he pulls his hamstring. And then 20,000 turn up just to watch him in his normal yeah. clothes. Yes. Waving at the crowd. They, yeah. Can I just say, what, before, before you say normal clothes. Well, yeah. They yeah. were not normal. Was, was there ever a sharper-dressed man yeah. than Pelly in the 70s? Oh. oh, my God. And he was the highest paid... They said the highest paid... Baseball player at the time was on was um, Hank Aaron, was it? Okay, I can't remember, but he was on two hundred grand a year. Right, and Pelly's contract you got to take. There was various figures mentioned, but between four and five million dollars yeah, over yeah. a longer period of time. He was, he was he was easily the highest paid sportsman in the world. Right, looked amazing. They that white suit on in the in the one thing he looked something else, and I just it was unspeakably glamorous. It went it went from being. Like the, the, the goalie says, they're playing on a pitch where you've got to like kick the broken bottles off yeah. and, and spray the mud green and play in front of 300 people. That's great as well, spray the, the mud green. And the next thing is like the most glamorous thing in New York, which is one of the, you know, one of the most buzzing cities in the whole world. Yeah. And suddenly your football team, with most of the same squad, the same goalie, the same defender, yeah. you know, most of the same squad. I've now got limousines picking them up from fucking the Meadowlands 
to take them to their own booth in Studio 54. Yeah, but now... They must have thought, what the fuck? What's, How good is my what's life? What's hilarious is you've got a team of journeymen who wouldn't have even been Division 4 players in the UK. Yeah, you know, no. awful, awful footballers, really. But they've also got Franz Beckerbauer in the team and Pele. Well, they have that, that Warner Brothers <laughs> lawyer there who said Steve Ross's phone up and say, I want you to fly to Brazil and sign Pele. I want you to fly to Germany and sign Beckerbauer. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bit where he's got Pelly there and, he, and they're discussing contracts and he phones up Steve Ross and Steve Ross says, uh, I'll leave it to you, puts the phone down and says, which just means we knew that we, he wants to sign Pelly, whatever happens, we're signing Pelly. There's a very strange Welsh involvement in this because yes. Giorgio Canale, he played for, he was born in Italy. Um, Swans. Well, he, he was brought up in Cardiff and then ended up playing for the Swans. So he's got this yeah. very curious half American Italian, half Italian American, half Swansea. Half John Toshak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so a very strange, but notably Welsh accent. And then one of the commissioners was an ex Welsh. Well, yeah, was was an ex Welsh time. international. Ian Woosnam's Who is Ian Woosnam's cousin? Is he? Because I was wondering if he was like related yeah, to Phil Woosnam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. So he's Ian Woosnam's cousin. He played for West Ham. He played for Carlisle. That's where he started. He played for Aberystwyth Town, and then he ended up playing. In the first division and was a Welsh international in the sixties. Incidentally, I'll just I'll just say this now. When you were calling the Cosmos last week, yes. yeah, I thought I'd been saying it wrong as the Cosmos my whole life. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then you've watched the same documentary I've just watched, where they call them the Cosmos all the time. Yeah, and you they still call, call them the Cosmos. Cosmos. Well, because so, I tip, tip of the hat to you. You got a trouble with them saying you got a trouble with Pelé, yeah, yeah, right, and yeah. Chile as well, and Chile, <laughs> the Cosmos, Cosmos. You got no problem with just. Being a maverick, absolutely. <laughs> That's how I've always said it, and, and I'm completely good, good unwilling well, to change now. If I want to call him Hawes Duvray, I will. <laughs> they, every game was like a combination of a lower league game and an exhibition match. Yeah, because you had yeah. some journeymen alongside actual geniuses. Not journeymen who play for like Tranmere. Journeymen who like. Were working in American high schools who were really yeah. poor players yeah. that would that wouldn't get anywhere near a conference. And there's, team there's the bit where they where he says one of them says, and then Pelly asked us to stop passing to him because we were always looking to pass to Pelly. <laughs> just hoping that, you would, wouldn't yeah, you? Of course you would. would. We just thought, well, get the ball, give yeah. it to Pelly. Give it a... <laughs> no, of course you're going to do I'm that. I'm not going to pass to Pelly. Actually, I love that defender and that that goalie. They're really likable blokes. Those two. They're really like the guy who did the... the yeah, the they look like they just had an absolute blast. Yeah. And, oh, fuck, imagine, mate. You're like playing for Raggy Arse Rovers it, and suddenly you're like the king of fucking Studio But 54. it sounds like a lie. It does. What yeah, was, what things, was, yeah. What was, uh, what was your 20s like? Pretty amazing, actually. Pretty <laughs> good. Brilliant. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. It became this like travelling circus, right? This like barnstorming... They go to all over the states playing these games and a couple of games up in Canada <laughs> with their own jet. Yeah. And the one bloke says this quite happily because I know for a fact at least two sex acts went on in that in, in you know, on the plane in front of everybody, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's some young journalist there who said he yes. said, I was a sports journalist. He's 26, 27 years of age. He said they offered me the New York Yankees, which was the big thing to go with baseball, the Yankees reporter. And he went, No way, <laughs> I'll stay with the Cosmo. Because he was just travelling around America. 27 years of age, as one of the Cosmos entourage. They're not going to know you don't play, are they? <laughs> what position do they you play, play, left, right? Uh, and that camera's going straight in the bag and staying there, I can tell you that for nothing. 
Yeah, I played uh, defense. De- de- def- def- defense. <laughs> yeah, defense, bit of offense, and also in goal. <laughs> Your match report from the Houston game, Mike, just says we won. <laughs> I, I'm busy. I am tired. <laughs> we won off to LA Yahoo, it says. Too tired to write a match report. You haven't filed any copy, Mike. Yeah, sorry. 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 Sorry, sorry lads. I've been honestly been up to my eyes in it for about four days. It would, it just must feel like a dream to those players. Because you started off playing in front of 150 people. Then you're yeah. playing in front of 77,000 people. Oh, and then the league collapses. So you've had this weird four yeah, or five years where you're playing with Beckham You end Bauer up back walking in Walmart, think, people thinking you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Is that a lie? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I did. Someone mentions like Surya 55, so they used to have a booth in there. <laughs> yeah, fucked. <laughs> Were you at school with liars? Did you have one kid who was, oh, a, we have li- oh, who was a really yeah. bad liar? Yeah, we had. Well, worse than me. Hang <laughs> on, you're, you're telling me that your mum smashed your bedroom door down with an axe? Your mum, yes. who, I, who I have met. Yes. And I know is and not it, capable of that. Yeah, but you you only know her now, don't you? But I mean, be- yeah, she realised I hadn't done my French verbs homework. I pretty pissed off, like... And suddenly she's smashing down my door with an axe, like. Shall I ask your sister to, to verify this? Don't ask her, because she'll be really upset about it. Is that a lie? No. Sounds like bollocks. I love, I love, if you're going to lie, lie big, innit? Yeah, I'm tired, actually. Why are you tired? Oh, I'm one of Prince's backing dancers, like the big gig last night. <laughs> Fucking knackered, mash. Fucking fucked I am. Yeah, what it is, I used to play goalie, like, for the New York Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, the fucking booth, like, in uh, Studio 54. Hook us off both arms. Cosmos, I all was calling him, but... All, uh... all, all, <laughs> I used to call him a Cosmos, that was my thing, like, you know what I mean? That was my little quirk, like, call him a Cosmos. Tons of coke. Pele. With, yeah, Pele, yeah, there's a room with Pele. Only, la- only bit, lasted like... a couple of years, isn't it? Because the knee collapsed. That's why I'm back here now. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm working in boots, isn't it? I got my cock I watch for a magazine as well, like, you know what I mean? But, uh... Oh, can we work at the 7-Eleven now, then, Steve? Well, I fucking went tits up like the whole, the whole fucking league, but, didn't well, it? the fact is, right, they weren't... What they weren't doing was they weren't investing in grassroots football. <laughs> I told the fuckers, I said, boys, you've got to put something back in the game, like, you know what I mean? It's the, it's the kids coming through, it's going to keep us going now, but, uh... Oh, it was all about fucking Beckenbauer and Pelly, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, uh... Of course, when they fucked up, he's back working the 7-Eleven, like... I wouldn't change it, though. I wouldn't change it. And I'm I'm as happy now as I was then. How's your wife, Steve? Oh, she fucked off, like... <laughs> so he's full of shit, like, you know what I mean? And the funny thing is, the commissioner... Thing, well, she found a lot of, of Polaroids, like, <laughs> me and Bianca Jagger yeah. back in the 70s. And the commissioner was some kind of she was. Ian Wusam's cousin. Yeah, fuck off, Steve. Yeah, full up, of shit. Shut up, Steve. And our top striker who'd, who'd done well over in Italy in Serie A, he'd played for the Swans in the 60s, but they thought they were shit. He was the, 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 the US Masters golfer. Yeah. That's him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his cousin, uh, yeah, his, his, his cousin, it was. Philip. Uh, F- Phil, yeah. He was good to me, Welsh boys over in America. See, Welsh Can boys stick together, don't they? Oh, the whole Welsh people, know, everyone knows everyone in Wales. <laughs> 
He was from Kersus. You're not even making that up. <laughs> you know what, Canalia? Yeah. yeah, sounds Italian, like he's from fucking Swansea. <laughs> well, I say, not from Swansea, like he's from, from Cardiff, like, but he played yeah. for Swansea. Yeah. Big buddies with Philly, what's Phil was them? <laughs> from Kersus, yeah, yeah. Bro, out to ring Pele over, like. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That whole hour and a half is unbelievable. Yeah. The school liar. <laughs> and all of your lies come from this documentary. <laughs> you could... No... You could easily... Well, what we did, right, we painted a pitch green and Pelly thought he had a load of fungus on his skin as paint yours. Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the socially distant sports bar. 